When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, good morning. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Where the nasties come together. Mm. All right, I'm mm-hmm. workshopping it. We All need right, something fine. fresh. The mensch is here. Mike the Mensch in the building. Hello, Mike, hello. what did you get to bed last night, bro? Ooh, last night. Uh, I don't know. It's pretty early, actually. 9.45, 10 o'clock. Oh. It was an early one. Oh, wow. Got this nasal thing going on right now, and I just want to kind of attack it, so I just loaded up on meds and, and hit the bed as soon as I could. So, yeah. Steve's got something going on, too. Oh, boy. Shouldn't have made out yesterday. I, I know. Well, we, we live and we learn, don't we, Mike? I uh, Yeah, I got a thing, too. It's like a head cold that won't stop. Got it. Although now I feel a little body achy. But oh, I also cool. clanged and banged extremely hard yesterday. Typical thing. Crowd of people clapping, etc. But uh, So I can't tell what's muscle soreness and what's aching. But I have a headache, and um, I just don't feel great. Yet here I am. You know what At I mean? Home. Donna. What? I'm on the air giving myself. Just because you don't ever get sick. This is one of the reasons that you always rank very highly on Minnesota's rankings of least relatable on-air personalities. <laughs> you don't get sick. Everybody gets sick. I do get sick. And we stayed inside. Listen, don't get political, Donna. But it can't help our immune systems that we were sheltered for so long. So now we're getting tripped up by any little, you know, Bill, Susie, or Tiffany in the world of sicknesses. You did this to us, Donna. Sorry. <laughs> she apologizes All on behalf right. of COVID. Here we go. Let's talk music. Give me a beat. Right. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. <laughs> and Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. beat. I, uh, I found a... Dolly Parton story. I typically wouldn't bring you a Dolly Parton story. I love Dolly. She's really nice. But it's a little more up Donna's alley, right? Have you noticed that Dolly Parton often wears fingerless gloves? Yes. Now that you mention it, I guess I never gave it any thought. Well, the internet has noticed as of late. And they're making a big deal out of it, as the internet is prone to do. She does not talk about them, which is sort of unusual, they would say, for Dolly. Dolly will share stories about her wigs, which I didn't know she wore wigs until right before Christmas. Her boobs, or if you want to spell it backwards, saboob. Her tattoos, pretty much everything else. She's an open book. She has tattoos? I think so. 
I mean, yeah, come on, Donna. She's got tattoos. But she doesn't talk about the gloves is the point. The guy who runs Dolly's fan site said she wears the gloves to cover a scar that she got after corrective hand surgery in 2010. Oh. That fits because she recently said the only reason she has tattoos is to cover her colloid scar tissue. Oh. Oh, those are bad scars. Have you seen those? I have a friend who had those after C-section, I believe. So it's raised, and it's usually got like a kind of purpley tinge to them. Oh, boy. I'm trying to find where they are here. The Internet is showing me a bunch of stuff right now. All right, hang on. Looking up. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, okay, yeah, you're familiar with these. Maybe not the name, but yeah, so like a raised scar. So she got those tats too in an attempt to cover that. Um, but now they're trying to figure out what's going on here. Some people said maybe they're compression gloves for arthritis, while others think it might be to hide age spots. And then there's Dolly's creative director, Stephen Summers, who says she wears them as, quote, a matter of personal taste. Well, what's he going to say? Right? Yeah, and and the ones that she wears are often flesh-colored. We put our flesh mitts together, Donna. Yes, we do. Thank you. Also, a quick note, which will lead into your next story. Uh, Dionne Warwick says that she and Dolly will release a very special gospel duet later this month. Oh, that'll be fun. I can't wait to hear the rock stuff she puts out. I hope it's not, like, wimpy. You know what I mean? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want, is Dolly I want putting out rock. a full rock album? Yeah. I thought she just did that one rock song for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, no. She's doing a whole album. Okay. Thank you. All right. Now this story. So, apparently, Dionne Warwick, ever heard of her? Just mentioned her. Um. Okay. She... She called a a few rappers to her house at one point in the 90s. Um, And Snoop Dogg is talking about this recently. He said, Dionne Warwick uh, once put him in his place. Or, as he put it, out-gangstered him. So, there's a new CNN film. It's called Dionne Warwick, Don't Make Me Over. And Snoop said... She set up a meeting with a group of prominent 90s rappers after deciding she'd had enough of the misogynistic lyrics that were present uh, in these rappers' songs. And um, I guess Suge Knight was there Mm -hmm. and some others. And it was at her home at 7 in the morning. A prospect, Snoop says, was so intimidating he and his peers were all in her driveway by 6.52 a.m. He said, we were kind of scared. We were shook up. We were powerful, but she's been powerful forever. They had just, you know, come into this power. And she demanded that they call her a bee to her face. Whoa. Because many of them had been using those that yeah. term to describe women in their lyrics. So... Uh, she said, these kids are expressing themselves, which they're entitled to do. However, there's a way to do it. You guys are uh, all going to grow up. You're going to have families. You're going to have kids. 
You're going to have little girls, and one day that little girl is going to look at you and say, Daddy, did you really say that? Is that really you? Mm. What are you going to say? And so Snoop said she was checking me at a time I thought I couldn't be checked. Yeah. And he said we were the most gangsta you could be. But that day at Dionne Warwick's house, we got out gangstered by her. So good for her. Yeah, that she brings really... up a really valid point. Absolutely. Would you want someone calling your daughter a B word? No, Donna. <laughs> I wouldn't. Do you think there's anyone out there who'd be like, yes, yes, I would? <laughs> yeah, if you catch them on the right morning, you know. Aw. I'm sure. But yeah, totally, totally right. Song lyrics are interesting, too. You know, it's people get away with stuff in lyrics, lyrically, as long as there's a beat to it, that if you set it on a late night talk show, you'd get hashtag canceled. Well, because it's art. Ain't that something? Yep. How many times has art been stretched? Has the definition of art been abused or manipulated just to protect someone's space to say what they want to say probably. i don't have an answer to it i'm just i'm just putting it out there probably I'm just thinking a lot. Out but i mean i remember do you guys know the song by the dixie chicks goodbye earl yep earl gotta die yeah yep, okay so it's basically about a woman killing her husband okay and yep. i remember being interviewed about the song for like a little news piece because there were there were people were outraged by the song and i'm like how is the song any different than a movie about a woman who kills her husband, right? Sure. They're both art. You don't see people picketing outside a movie theater because yeah, of the content. It's a great point. Or the subject matter. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I got to go. Where? I don't know. To commercial break. Okay, that's fine. But we'll um, come back. I mean, I mean momentarily. Uh, oh, I have a great little bit of trivia. 32 female actresses under the age of 30 have won the Oscar for Best Actress, 32 females. Only one male actor under the age of 30 <gasps> has ever won the Best Actor Oscar. Oh, interesting. Can you figure out who he was? He was 29 when he won. We'll get into that in a little food news follow-up from yesterday. Uh, when we return, it's Don and Steve on My Talk. Stevie Boy here for my buddies over at the Canopy Group. They've got a team of some 40-plus professionals, more than that now, who represent 16 reputable insurance companies and their mission to save you money. Yes, you. All right, let's talk about your New Year's resolutions. Okay, maybe you thought, I want to get to the gym a little bit more. You're on your own there, okay? you got to take yourself to the gym. Maybe you thought you want to eat better. You control what you put on your plate, okay? Can't help you there. However, maybe you said, I want to save some money. I want to do better with my money this year. Inflation's been going crazy. Uh, the economy just feels a little on tilt. Okay, I can help you there. All right, this is the one spot I can help you. Go to right now, thecanopygroup.com. Upper right-hand corner, there's a button that says, Get a Quote. Click it, and you will have begun the process. The folks from the Canopy Group, they'll reach out to you. They'll find out what your situation is. And then they will go to the 16 insurance providers that they work with and say, Hey, fight for this person's business. We want to pass on savings to them and give them the best coverage they've had. Thecanopygroup.com. Thanks for listening. Donna and Steve at your service on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Right, Steve? Yeah, you're right, Donna. Thanks a lot. Sorry, just got distracted. The webpage I was on had this 
picture of a giant skin tag. And it says, skin tags can be removed just by doing this. Oh, no. I thought it was an Audi belly button. Oh. It's a skin tag. Wow. Shout out to all our Audis out there. You know, you've had a different road than we've had. That's true, Donna. Yeah. You know, you know I don't look down upon Audis. No. You know, this is funny because, um, oh, God, severance. Isn't that what they call themselves when they're outside of work, Audis? Yes, you're right. Yes, the <laughs> Apple TV Plus show. Yes, when they leave work, that's their Audi version. Right. That's cute. Donna, I would like to make this an official, it's not an everyday segment anymore, but from time to time when it compels me, it will pop up. This is a things that make you go, huh, segment. Is it though? It is. Mm. Are you just asking because you can't find it? Yes. I got huh? you. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Like things that make you go, huh. Huh. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. 32 female actresses under the age of 30 have won the Oscar for Best Actress. Okay. The youngest was Marley Matlin, who was just 21 when she won for Children of a Lesser God. Mm-hmm. Great movie. However, as it's always been harder for men in the acting industry, only one male actor under 30 has ever won the Oscar for Best Actor. Who is this man who won at the age of 29? I'm going to say it's Tom Cruise. I don't think Tom Cruise has won an Oscar, first of all. Do you think he's been nominated? Did he win for Rain Man? Oh. I bet Dustin Hoffman won. I don't think Tom Cruise won. I was Cruise thinking um, Born on the Fourth of July. Queen. Did Tom Cruise win an Oscar? Mike Dementia's on, and I can see it in his eyes. No. Mm. See? Not Tom Cruise. It was, uh, you, you nailed it, Dustin Hoffman won for, for Rain Man. Yeah. And I'm seeing who won Born for the July. Has okay. Tom Cruise been nominated for an Oscar? He I had wonder. to have been nominated for that movie. He was only 27. Uh, he has to, right? Right. I don't know. He, he was nominated in 97 and 90. Oh. Jerry Maguire. Oh, there you go. And Rain Man. 90's got to be Rain Man, I think. Yeah. So it's not Tom Cruise. Only one male actor under the age of 30 has ever won the Oscar for Best Actor, though 32 female actresses have won Best Actress under the age of 30. The actor starred in a movie. Okay. Leonardo DiCaprio. (sighs) The actor starred. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Art in a movie whose title sounds like an anatomical reference. Okay. Bones. Um... Hmm. I can't say you're hot or cold there. Body heat. No, an anatomical reference sounds like close to. You have to take your time when saying this word, otherwise people will think you have referenced the male anatomy. Hmm. Peanuts. <laughs> okay, stay right there. Okay. Mess around in that space. I don't want to. <laughs> uh, pee- Say what you just said a little faster. Peanuts. Add okay. Keep come on. Mess around. You're right in that space, Donna. You're there. You're so close. Okay. Does this sound like a body part? Put the before it. The pianist. Got it. Thank you. Who is the actor? Oh shoot! Dang it! Oh. Uh, Jeffrey Rush? Adrian Brody will give you credit for. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. Was that when he kissed the year, remember, he kissed Halle Berry? (sighs) I think so. You don't see a ton of Adrian Brody anymore. You sure don't. Coffee tables are a result (laughs) of prohibition. Before the year 1920... Okay, are we done with that whole thing? Yeah, I feel... Like we exhausted it. Okay, great. Peanuts. We once had a guest on Twin Cities Live who was making a dish mm-hmm. using peanuts, but she said it more like nits. So she kept saying, and then you grab your peanuts. And I was like, okay. And of course. You're such a 12 no, year old. No, I am not. Well, I am. But in that situation, anyone with ears would have had trouble. She said it like, or he. Said it like five times in the first 60 seconds. I was like, what are we doing here? Is anyone else hearing this? I started to laugh. I'm fine. Coffee tables are a result of prohibition. Before the year 1920, the tables in living rooms were called cocktail tables. But once alcohol became illegal, people started serving coffee to their guests instead. And the name coffee oh, table no stuck. Way. Oh, that's a fun fact. Things that make you go, huh, GF? The guy who invented the slinky, and this will change the way you play with slinkies. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The guy who invented the slinky had a nervous breakdown, moved to Bolivia to be a missionary or possibly join a cult. The details a little bit sketchy. Left his company to his wife and never came back. Oh, really? I bet it was when he realized how often they kink. What have I done? Do you have a slinky in your house? Yes. Great. Do you have a tennis ball in your house? I do. For the dog? Correct. Although I don't think I have a crescent wrench set. Christmas is coming. (laughs) Here's one depressing... The National Cancer Institute estimates that nearly 40% of men and women will be diagnosed with some type of cancer at some point during their lives. Jeez, 40. Steve. Okay. 
Let me do a different one. That was not great. That sucked. Anybody want to talk Labor Day? All right. More than 80 countries celebrate Labor Day on May 1st and call it International Workers' Day. Hmm. The United States and Canada are the only two that celebrated on the first Monday of September. But in Kazakhstan, it's celebrated on the last Sunday in September. It's a fun song. <laughs> All right, Steve's being weird again today, everybody. <laughs> Just trying to get Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Uh, we're going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge next. 651-641-1071. Call now. Bet on me or Donna. Bet on the right person. You win a prize. And then after that, today is the best day to do one very specific thing. Donna has that next. Hey, good morning. Hey, good morning. Oh, my God. What just happened to me? Good morning. <laughs> All right. Let me try this again. Hey, everybody. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Let's play a game. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, producer Mike the Mensch. I want to see how smart you are. Get better. All right, uh, we are going to find out just how smart you are with uh, College of Pop Culture Knowledge, and Georgia is going to be playing with us today. Hi, Georgia. Hey, Georgia. How are you? Georgia, are you there? Hey, Georgia. I'm here. Nice. Hi. There she is. How are Hi. you? Good. How are you? Good. You have a nice phone voice. Uh, where are you calling from? Elk River. Oh, oh that's nice. where it's at. You see much elk up there? Uh, no, oh, not a one. <laughs> ah, that's a you know, bummer. you don't hear many people named Georgia these Almost days. Done. Yeah. What's the uh, what's the story with your name? Um, my grandpa is George, so I was named after my grandpa. Cute! Oh, I love that. That's cute. That's almost like a George Foreman kind of a thing. He did that. He had k- oh. kids. His kids are like George, Georgie, and then he had girls: Georgina, Georgia. No kidding! Wow. Oh, interesting. Follow up question: Was your grandfather George Foreman? It was not, no. Nice. Uh, Well, I feel like we have a pretty good rapport so far. It's time for us to decide who we're teaming up with. I've realized I forget this every single day, whether or not by the time I start blabbering with our caller, if Mike has said the topic or not. I have not. Okay. Today is a special day. It is the birthday of Bradley Cooper. He turns 48 today. This is Bradley Cooper trivia day today. Oh, yes, Queen. I once interviewed him on the red carpet of Yes Man. Wait, no, listen. But I think that uh, the tape went bad. Like, I don't think there's any footage of it. Darn. Good story, huh? He sounds more confident than Donna. Yeah, yeah, I'm a little worried. Okay, bye. All right. We'll put Georgia. Take her headphones off. Put Georgia on hold as well as again, 48th birthday of uh, Bradley Cooper. Today, he is going to be the subject of college of pop culture knowledge. Are you ready, Steve? I am ready. In one of his first major picture roles, Bradley starred as the punchable Sack Lodge in this 2005 Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson comedy. Wedding Crashers, very punchable. Cooper and Lady Gaga starred in the multi-time remade A Star is Born in 2018. What is the name of the song from that movie that won the pair an Oscar and a Grammy? In the shallows. 
In the MCU, Bradley Cooper guards the galaxy Shallow. by providing the voice of this adorable nocturnal space mammal. The fox. What's the name? Guardians of the Galaxy. The fox's name is like, oh, it's like Rico or something. Rick the fox. Uh, I love trying to figure you two out. And I didn't know how to say it was going to go. It was going to be a three for three. It was going to be maybe a nice. I didn't know. So this is fun. First and foremost, I'm going to change. Number two, I did okay. change on the fly. I heard that. Okay, so Shallow is what I'm... Shallow is your official guest. We'll bring Georgia on here. Georgia, he seemed confident with number one. Now he seems confident with number two. How about uh, the third one? I think it's Rocket. Is it Rocket? I, I have no idea. All right, well, let me tell you something. I will sever my left hand and donate it to science if Donna gets the fox's name right. But I think, let's say Rocket... And just go with that, and then we'll see how it goes. But there's not a chance Donna gets that. We're at least going to a tiebreaker. All right. Sounds good. We'll put Georgia Georgia on hold, and we'll go ahead and bring Donna back in here. Donna? I'm trying to get her attention. All righty, Donna. You might have to go slap on the glass like she's uh, in a zoo exhibit (laughs) or something like that. Hey, Donna, what's up? How'd it go? It's either two out of three or three out of three. I think it's two out of three. But I think you're, you're destined for one out of three here. Rude. Wow. Okay, I'm ready. Ready to go? Here we go. Again, Bradley Cooper celebrates a birthday today. This is all Bradley Cooper trivia. In one of his first major picture roles, Bradley stars as the punchable Sack Lodge in this 2005 Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson comedy. Oh, is it the Vegas one? You're so money. Uh, I'll get back to you. Cooper and Lady Gaga starred in the multi-time remade A Star is Born in 2018. What was the name of the song from that movie that won the pair an Oscar and a Grammy? Shallow. In the MCU, Bradley Cooper guards the galaxy by providing the voice of this adorable nocturnal space mammal. Really? Uh, it's a, um, it's a... <sighs> First one, you want? you feel confident? No. Nailed it, All by right. the way. My call, one out of three. Okay! Donna! I told Steve, I'm, I'm just I'm going back and forth trying to you know hone in exactly where these should be at. Uh, the first one, the uh, major picture comedy that uh, stars Bradley Cooper as a punchable. Sack, by the way, his name is Sack in that movie. Sack, Sack Lodge. Lodge. Yeah. Unbelievable. They just really wanted to make him punchable. Sure so they did. went ahead and named him that. Uh, 2005, Vince Vaughn, Owen Wilson comedy. You were thinking of Swingers. Yes. It was actually uh, a lot later than that, and it was Wedding Crashers. Damn Woo! it. Yes. I'm so mad. Wedding Crashers. Nice. I Second got it, one, Donna. Cooper and Lady Gaga starred in the multi-time remake, A Star is Born. The uh, song from that is indeed Shallow. Mm. We both got that one, Donna. Oh, goody. And finally, MCU, uh, Steve actually gave the wrong animal, and I was going to be left with a decision to make. You did say oh, his yeah. name correctly. It's not, you, you're I'm the guy who, he's a, he's a raccoon. You love alliteration. Yes, it's not you're Rocket right. the Fox. It's you're Rocket right. Raccoon. So, oh, there you but go. But I ended up getting Rocket. You did get Rocket. So. And I'm not too familiar with Guardians of the Galaxy, Donna. What is MCU? Oh, Marvel Cinematic. The Marvel oh, Cinematic. Oh, Marvel. I apologize, oh, but yes, okay. yes, yes. He was a Guardians of the Galaxy member. And Got it. You Rocket don't have to apologize, Mike. That's okay. like that's like a Jeopardy clue. Yeah. You know how they put it there. There, mm-hmm. there are questions within the question. Questions within the clue to lead you to the answer. The Donna, I nailed it. You are so one of three. Yeah. Okay. You crushed, um, and that means Georgia's a winner. Yay, Georgia! Yay. Thank Woo! you. Georgia. You chose wisely, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm losing three to nothing already this year. 
And going mm. into the start, the end of the year when I was doing it, you were winning almost every I single know. week. I don't know what happened. I'm I don't know. The questions got hard. I'm sorry. Tomorrow's going to be freaking spittoon country songs from 81 to 86. Donna's going to get three for three. I know how this is going to go. Whatever, Steve. They start to spoon feed her like a little tiny baby, a Gerber baby. Here come your sweet potatoes. Time your for a tip. <laughs> Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show is getting tipsy. By everybody, I mean me. The best day to put your Christmas decorations away is today. Hmm. Apparently, according to Christian tradition, ever heard of it? <laughs> you should be taking down your Christmas trees and your decorations on the 12th night to avoid bad luck. I don't think the Christian religion would say bad I luck. I don't think so either. That feels like a bit of a modern translation. Maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Not the 12th night of the year, the 12th night after Christmas, which is today. The 12th night celebrates the arrival of the three wise men when they followed the star of Bethlehem to bring gifts to the little baby buddy boo. Okay, and she's referencing baby Jesus. Correct. Now, the only problem is that some churches start counting on different days. So the Church of England counts from Christmas Day, which means the 12th night night falls on January 5th. Other denominations, like the Catholic Church, start counting from Boxing Day, mm. which means they say the 12th night is Tamara. Uh, but anyway, get your decorations put away. Thank you. My, my tree's still up. I was going to leave it up till the end of the month. And you can, Donna. Thanks, Steve. Let me just ask this, since you're talking about 12 days of Christmas. Look at me, Donna. Don't look at anything else. Look at me. Oh, wait. I don't have you up. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. On the 12th day of Christmas, my true love sent to me what? Twelve drummers drumming. You nailed it. You yeah. want to go to eleven right. without singing it? Eleven what? Eleven swans. Nope, nope. It's not swans. Eleven flautists fluting. Pipers piping. <laughs> Ten lords a leaping. Nine. Uh, nine. Look at Mike. Mike the bench is giving you a lot of great visual nine, clues right now. Doofuses dancing. No. Ladies dancing. <laughs> oh, okay. Eight. Swans are swinging. Look at uh, him. Drummers drumming. Look at what he's doing. He is. Uh, he's... Look at how his fingers are going. Yeah. <laughs> We're playing charades on the yeah, radio. This right is now. great. Come on. This is uh, so obvious. Snapper Look snapping. what he's got under him. Oh. Uh, he's cu- tugging on something. Uh, bells are ringing. Meets a milking. Oh, oh, he, okay. All right, got it. Now we have to finish this. Just no, for I don't want to. I don't want to play. Seven swans are swimming. That's the one you wanted to Six do. Six geese are laying. Okay, five golden rings. Four. Calling birds. Three. More birds. French hens. Two. Turtle doves. Nice and then a partridge. Out. Hanging out in a tree. Danny Partridge. <laughs> um, You know... I had something else I was going to tell you. Oh, if you have the flu, put potatoes in your socks. Bye. No, yes. no, no, no. You Back do that it. up. That's a stu- someone's taking advantage of sick people. They know that they're desperate. 
sick people are, and they're like, tell them to put potatoes in their socks. Just press a potato against your foot, okay? There's a video. It's going viral. You're not wrong about that. A woman shares a flu remedy. She says you take a potato, you cut it in half, slice off two pieces, and then you press the potato slices against the bottom of your feet, and then you put socks over them to keep them in place, and then you want to remove them in the morning when you wake up, and there will be an indentation on your feet, which is normal, and the potato slices will be uh, disgustingly dark in color. Uh, because the toxins are being removed from your body and being transferred to the potato slices. Thank you. You'll feel much better. They used to have a thing that you would stick on your feet that did that, that oh, removed that f- toxins. Remember that? No. Yeah. It was it was like uh-huh. an as seen on TV kind of a thing. Okay. And you put it and then they would be like, take it off and look at all the toxins. But then I thought it turned out to be an old wives tale. I used to think, by the way, that that saying for probably the first 25 years of my life was old Mm -hmm. wise tale. Vulnerable moment. Um, When we come back. Are you going to try it? Maybe. If I don't turn the corner, maybe Lou's got some potatoes. Would a russet work? Sure. When we come back, let's get into our question of the day. Now you'll have potatoes and corn in your socks. (laughs) How dare you? That is so personal, Donna. Sorry. You and your damp feet. Donna. (laughs) You can't keep foot shaming me. I'm sorry. Okay. When we come back, the question was asked at the beginning of the show by the show's strongest member. What's a store that you'd like to walk around in? Whether or not you buy anything. that You just enjoy the the mere process of being inside of that store, looking around. Uh, We've got some emails. We'll go through those. I'll share mine. I wonder what Donna's is. Mm. We'll get into that when we return. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Good morning. Donna and Steve on My Talk. 1071, where talk is fun. Mike the Mensch at the controls. I cut the cord. Thank you. Bye-bye. Boy, yeah, that was a... Non sequitur? Well, it felt like that last night, too, when you texted me this information. All right. Well, I'm just very Just out excited. of nowhere. Just said, I cut the cord. And was then it was like a nervous emoji or something. I know. Like I'm scared. I'm scared. Are you proud of me? Yeah. I was going to say, I was going to text you back. Just so you know, sometimes I do think of what would not make you anxious. Because I was going to text you back and say, oh, funny timing. We just went back to cable. Too many problems, and that would have thrown you into a tizzy. Oh my God! I would lose my mind. So, out of kindness, <laughs> I opted you. not to do that. I, you know, I have to say, I don't think I'm saving that much money. Seriously, because I want to keep the same internet speed. Now they're sending me a new box. God only knows how I'm going to screw that up. Um, and it's still like $120. Just for internet access. Oh. 119. It was 115 the first two times I called. Oh, you got a worse deal than I did. What'd you get? I think mine was like 80 all in. That's pretty good. I will be. I will be. Well, I will be finding a different provider. But for right now, I just needed to get... Make it as easy as possible. But anyway, I did go with YouTube TV, which 
Seems great. Seems great. Yeah, it's laid out. The channel lineup is laid out just like your cable is. The uh, the DVR has unlimited space. It's great. So you'll never be told you need to delete something. Yeah, we've really enjoyed it. We've really enjoyed it. And it will also say, hey, here's a show based on your interest that is on right now that you might like. And so it's up top on your light. It'll just say now playing. And then on all those, you can click and you can either choose to join it live or start it from the beginning. Okay. Great. Which I think is nice. Yeah, it's great. I'm very excited about this new journey. We posed the question at the beginning of the show today. What is a store? And you can call us if you'd like, 651-641-1071. What's a store that you just like to be in? Whether or not you buy anything, you just feel like this. good when you're in the store. And maybe even get a little bit excited to go to the store. Mm-hmm. I will share mine. Okay, and I'll share mine. Thank you for asking. Mine is, and I wanted to get up there yesterday, and I didn't. And now I'm not going to get up there today. Home Depot. Okay. When I get into that store, particularly when it's not crowded, some weeknight in the evening is a really good time to go. Just enjoyable. And rarely do I walk out of there with a bunch of stuff. Maybe I'll go there for light bulbs, for paint, salt for the walk, something like that. That's great. But a lot of times, I just sort of walking around. And you know what's funny? What's that, Steve? I don't even know how to use the majority of the stuff there. Sure. I look at it, and I'm like, that would I should get that, but I don't know what I would do with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's enjoyable. And the decor, mm. the seasonal decor Love is it. fun to look at. Sure. They have little, little end cap boxes that are like, hey, get these work gloves. Mm. Three pair for 15 bucks. Right. Just seeing that kind of stuff. There's something about that store that I enjoy. All right, I'm going to one-up you. Okay. Mine is also related to the home. Any furniture store. Yes. Love it. I like looking at the furniture, at the art. I like looking at the displays of how they set up the furniture. Yeah. It's great. The little vignettes. Yeah, you sit on it. Then you start thinking, like... Where can I put this? Can right. I fit a sectional into that room? Because this sectional was really comfortable. Uh, we had someone, uh, Phil, who said the at-home store. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Not home goods. At, at home. home. I think the closest one we have is in Boynesville. Yep. Yeah, that's quite a ways away. Somebody also said Marshall's is the store. Oh, sure. For them. Yep. They get so excited, and they're even going today, and they're pumped about it. Wow, Kim sent an email, and she said, Patina, love that store. I haven't seen a Patina, well, I haven't been in the city very much, but usually in the city, right? Yeah, up a couple exits from us. Yeah, 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 yeah. uh, 94, you'll find Uh, out. Let's see what Alan has to say. He's on the line. Alan, what's happening? Hey, man. Hey, man. man. Donna's here, too. My store uh, is uh, Barnes & Noble. Sure, Listen. that's a good one. It was a runner-up for me. Tell, tell me what you love about that store. I love that, you know, it's kind of like a library, except they have a little cafe area. You can, uh, like, if you pick up a book that you find a little bit interesting, but you're not sure you want to buy it, you can go to the yes. cafe, just have a little something to eat, and kind of read through it a little bit, and if you like it, you can go ahead and buy it. Great and idea. Other stuff, too. Love it. Alan, thank you for the call. Thank you for listening as well. It's great stuff. I tell you what. I could be absolutely talked into that being my number one. I am downright excited in a Barnes and Noble, and then I just want to—I want to put fifteen books in a bag. I love it. 
Yeah, bookstore is a good one. Uh, uh, Roseanne, excuse me, said she loves a good small hardware store. They're like going into Ben Franklin. They have everything that you may need someday, but not today. Yeah. She also says Bachman's or any big garden store in January to get the vibes of plants to feed your, she said soil. I think she means soul. She might mean soil. No. Read the sentence again. And it's spelled S-O-Y-L. She might mean soul. <laughs> yeah. Also, Bachman's or any big garden store mm-hmm. in January to get the vibes of plants to feed your soil. Soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hub Hobby. Where's that? I don't know. Uh, Is that a store? Yeah. This is a blast and makes an adult a kid again. Anything from candy, dolls, puzzles, RC cars, and craft supplies. Okay. Von Mar is the store. Beautiful piano music. Mm-hmm. There's one in Rosedale? I didn't know that. There's one in EP, too, Donna. That's the one I know of. There was a kid playing some really good piano there last time I was in there. Okay. In the Von Mar. Uh, Looking at Hub Hobby now. Huh. Hmm. Oh, I'm reading about potatoes now. Uh, it's not. Yeah. Someone said it's not potatoes; it's onions. Another person said if you leave the sliced potato on the counter, it'll still be discolored in the morning. It's called oxidation, right? So it's a total. You sold us a bill of goods with that crap. <laughs> See, I yeah. knew it because they know sick people are desperate, and they're like, "Look at these simp's. They're gonna put potatoes in their socks tonight." I feel better. Actually, Jan, I think I am better. Uh, did we ask Mike the question? Let's Mike? ask him. I'm a big Bed Bath & Beyond guy. Are you? I really am. I'm not even joking. I'll start every holiday season, if it's a birthday for somebody in my life, I'll start by going to Bed Bath & Beyond. Normally never buying anything, but just oh love God. being in that store. Um, may I fill you in on something? Yeah. Uh, five minutes ago. Bed Bath & Beyond warns of potential bankruptcy. Oh, my. Oh, no, Mike. Now that you say it, there's never anybody in there with me. It's usually yeah, just me. I so. feel like it's changed. Makes sense. Same way, like, Macy's has changed and Target has changed. Like, it's not the same experience. Bed Bath & Beyond used to be the most exciting store you could go into because they leaned into the Beyond. There was so much stuff. But we would go there for curtains, for sheets. I tell you what. The the building where I have spent the most time contemplating thread count, Bed Bath and Beyond. Sure, I've been in aisles forever. Then they got memory foam slippers. You can find like a George Foreman grill there. So much happening there. But I went to a Bed Bath and Beyond recently that was going out of business. That one particular store. Wow, that's a scary place to be. I was also inside of an abandoned Sears over Christmas break. I like to go to ghost town retail shops during the holidays <laughs> and it, it was a sears that is now this place called mac bids and they're not in our state i don't think but what happens is they gutted this sears huge huge footprint in this mall in pittsburgh that is dying and now they take amazon returns i uh you know ebay returns some other returns and what you do is you go on this website mac bids you see the inventory that they have, you place a bid, and then you can go in person to eyeball the item 
that you're getting. And then if you end up winning the bid, you just pick it up there at your local Mac bid store, what? which is now squatting in an abandoned Sears. That's crazy. Yeah, it was, it was an interesting experience. Wow. I have so many more good stories, and lucky for us. <laughs> We're out of time. No, we've got a full hour coming our way. Oh, boy. Uh, what are we going to do next? Well, Walter White is going to be making a return. I'll tell you about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actors who did not enjoy working together. I have a list. Oh, I love your list. Thanks. We'll get to that and more coming up next.